Please be advised that although this show features real experts, the story, characters, and incidents portrayed in this program are fictitious. Let's see. Bell pepper, check. Broccoli, check. Mushrooms, nah, that'll make it too heavy. Cheese for her, no cheese for me. Good morning. Good morning indeed. Great morning. Oh, you seem happy. Well, what's not to love? It's a gorgeous day, Saturday, and there is no work in sight. I know, right? There couldn't be any better weather for this conference. Oh, yeah? How was day one of, um, what was it called again? Marketing majors? <laughs> Marketing mavens. Ah, ah, ah. Marketing mavens. How was yesterday's portion of the conference? It was nice. It was basically just a giant mixer. Picking up name tags, walking around to see different vending booths, step and repeat galore. Nice, nice. What's on the agenda for today? Tons. I mean, all the heavy hitters are speaking. I'm most looking forward to Lauren McGoodwin, a.k.a. Career Contessa. Who's that? Lauren McGoodwin? She's the founder of Career Contessa. It's this huge online career site built inclusively for women. It's amazing. She's amazing. And I know this is going to be amazing. Sounds amazing. Your work is paying for this, right? Absolutely. It was actually Stefan's idea that we should go. He sent in our request to HR. Oh, oh. So this is a date. No. Interesting. So what time are you meeting Stefan for this non-date date? Again, it's not a date. And I actually need to start getting ready now. Breakfast smells amazing, by the way. I'll probably have to take my omelet to go. Also, were you able to pick up more toilet paper oh, like you Georgia, said? Oh, Georgia, wait. Would? There's someone in. Ah! Lola? What are you doing here? I'm using the loo, you? Uh, Jojo, Lola's here. Why are you acting like you've never seen my bum before? <laughs> it's way too early for your British accent. Clearly not too early for you to be staring at my bum bum. I'm sorry, I just wasn't expecting this. You, hair, your booty? Well, close the door now. You've had your show. Go on, get. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You could have just given me some notice, Jay. You could have knocked. Right, she is. Here, sit down. I can make an omelet for you, too. You want cheese or no? Cheese me. <laughs> you got it. So, Lola spent the night? So it would seem, yes. In your room? That is correct. Hmm. Looks like things are blossoming quite well for the two of you. Like DC and the cherry blossoms, I'd say so. I would say so, too. So, day two of marketing mavens. You and Stefan, huh? Yes. She says it's not a date, even though it was his idea to go and he got the company to send them both. It's not a date. I don't date my coworkers. Maybe it's not a date. Maybe this is just Stefan sending Jojo his marketing newsletter of love. Hmm, yes. What do you think Jojo's opening rate will be? The real question is what will her click-through rate be? FAQ, is it a date? No, no, wait. Keyword search. It's a date. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking my omelet and I'm going to go eat in my room. Away from you two fools. <laughs> oh no. 
know she's unsubscribing from our conversation. <laughs> KPI, more like KP. Bye. I'm Jojo, your new broke bestie, living, working, and playing in New York City. Like many of you, I'm trying to figure out my finances while staying fabulous and without becoming an incredible bore. Every week, you'll get the scoop into my real life as I learn new financial tips and tricks from some financially savvy friend spurts and some certified financial experts. It's not easy being financially responsible, but I know I had to make some major changes from the shit show that I've been up to. This is Sense in the City, Episode 7, Asking for a Raise. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. Hey, Jojo. Here's your water. Thank you. So what session do you want to head to next? I was thinking about going to Lauren McGoodwin's Women in the Workplace seminar. The tagline was, raising your standards and your pay. Oh, that sounds awesome. You finally ready to ask for that raise? I just might be after this. What about you? I'm a little torn. Yeah, Dominique Fly is doing a talk on the future of storytelling, but... Sharice Pri is doing a talk on automating audience segmentation. Ooh, which stages are those? Dominique is on the Spotify stage, and Sharice, she's on the Foxtrot stage. Foxtrot is here? They can still afford a stage? That's what I was thinking. I think I just made my choice. Thank you. You're welcome. So, you plan to talk with Lauren after the seminar? Nah, I don't want to be that, oh, excuse me, I'm a big fan type. But you are. You are a big fan. Yeah, but I just don't want to be annoying. But you're not annoying. Thank you. You're right. I'm just curious and passionate. Exactly. And who knows? You could make her day as special as she makes yours. You know you have that effect on people. (sighs) The way this man talks to me. How can I subscribe to being his woman? Stop it, Jojo. Stop it. This is not the time to be crushing on a colleague. Focus on your money, girl. Focus. All right. You want to meet up later for lunch? I'd like that. I'll meet you around the food trucks after the session ends. You're one fifteen, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm 1 o'clock. So I'll head out first and try to grab us a table. Perfect. Enjoy. And don't forget, make that introduction. 
I will. Hi, Lauren. Hi. Oh my God. I think your talk was amazing. I wrote down so many notes. Would you mind if I asked you a few follow-up questions? Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for coming to the panel. So, my name is Jojo, and I am currently an account associate at a PR agency. I started working here a few months ago, and so far everything has been good. I got a three-month review, a six-month review that were good. There'll be times for promotion coming up soon. I would really like a raise. So I just really want to know how I could, you know, really show up more yeah. so that by that time I'm able to then go and ask for a raise at my job. Absolutely. And I will tell you that you are so much further ahead than most people with this because most people think about asking for a raise and then they're like, well, can I do it later this afternoon? And the whole strategy of asking for a raise has to start months before. I actually interviewed this guy once, David Buckmaster, and he was the head of pay compensation at Nike. And he actually told me this really good advice about how what you should do now, and this is like your like perfect timing, if you know when reviews are coming up and you know when maybe salary stuff is going to come up, you have a career-only conversation first with your manager. And this is, you're talking about how do I become more present? This is the conversation where you basically want to say to your manager, like, Hey, what are the most important things here at this company? Like what is, you know, the top three things on your agenda or, you know, what keeps you up at night? What are the biggest challenges or priorities? So the whole goal of this conversation is to understand and get a lot of clarity of like what's important to them. Mm -hmm. That's smart. And then start planting that seed of, hey, I really like it here. I'm growing here. I'm really dedicated to this work. I'm learning a lot. I want to kind of understand what's important to you. And I want to make sure that I'm doing the work that's creating impact here. I love that. And you don't actually have to mention anything about the raise. You just plant that seed in that conversation of just speaking about your career and do that you know, maybe you start prepping for that in the next week, have that conversation. And then from there, you're going to build upon, you know, dropping the hints about wanting a salary increase. And this is really important because managers, I'm sure you maybe know this, but like your manager is going to think about the raise that they're going to give you probably four months before they actually have that performance review and they either grant you the raise or not. So that's why you're in like a perfect time. I'm so happy you came here today because now you get to like have this wisdom. And like I said, most people just what they do with a raise conversation is they think, oh, it will be a yes or a no. And we really want to make this more of an event, a negotiation event and a process, if that makes sense. I think I like this approach way better because then I don't have to feel so like I'm just throwing at them. Yeah. And it seems like I'm more engaged in seeing totally. how, you know, and that I don't want them to feel like it's just because of money. I do want them to know exactly. that I want to grow. So I think I really like this approach. And the reality is you want them to advocate for you. People mm. don't want to advocate, especially for more money for an employee who they think is just in it for the money, right? Mm. So you're going to sell them on like, you're in it, yes, for the money because you live in an expensive city. You got to pay your bills, right? But like also you are growing here. You want to make sure you're doing the important work. You want to be that invaluable employee to them that's creating impact. All right. So step one sounds like I have to schedule this meeting with my managers to talk about the future of my career. And to your point about getting your managers to advocate on your behalf, how have you seen this work out in the past? How can I help them help me? You know, how does it work? Like, what does my manager have to do? 
And I've seen this happen is like managers have to go and advocate for it. And if they want to give you a raise, that's maybe even a little higher. And we'll talk about how you could like maybe drop some hints about what type of raise you're wanting. Sometimes they have to take some it away from somebody else because a lot of companies have these preset really what they're saying is like, there's a range on what we can give you for a raise. And so if we're going to give you more, we have to take it from someone else, et cetera. We don't have to get into that. But the point I'm trying to say is like, be really thoughtful about making this about how you are going to grow and help them and not about your financial situation. Cause I got news for you. They don't really care. <laughs> I mean, they care, but they don't, you know, that's not going to get them to go advocate for you to get a raise. Right. I hear you. I think I'm a little nervous about asking my managers to advocate for me because that would mean I would need to talk about myself. And that's just not something I'm really used to doing or confident in doing. I'm sure as you just heard in the panel, being a woman in the workplace is tough, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that happens is we can sometimes fall into this assumption that like, hey, I'm working really hard and someone knows it and they're going to come and reward me. You can never make that assumption. Don't ever make that assumption. Make sure that you are elevating your contributions. And that was a, a line I heard from Liz Weissman, who wrote this great book called Impact Players. Got it. I'm writing that down. Again, highly recommend it. But the point being is like, in order to elevate your contributions without sounding obnoxious about it, you want to make sure that you are letting them know what you're working on, how it is creating impact or value at the organization, or at least that you're working on the assignments that your boss has said is important. What do you mean by that? How might I do something like that? The way it works is on Monday, you would send this email to your boss and there's no need for them to respond. So you're not adding like a to-do list item. And you would say in this email, something like, here are the things you've told me are important. Here are the things I'm working on that contribute to these things this week. So sort of like a status report on a Monday. Mm -hmm. And then on Friday that week, you would basically send the recap of like, hey, here's what I said I was going to work on. Here's where those projects lie. Oh, that's brilliant. I never thought of that. I love this email thing because now you've got this paper copy of that. And what's nice is like, it can be very uncomfortable to go up to your boss and be like, here's all the amazing things I did this week, right? And a lot of us are very bad listeners. But if you send it in bullet points in an email, not only do they not have to respond, but now they can look at that and kind of review it when it works for them. Maybe they saw like what you're working on a Monday and they're like, wow, it's so good that you send this to me because actually I just had this other project that's way more urgent fall into my lap. And why don't you work on that? Right. So you are staying top of mind, not to mention your contributions are being elevated. I like this email status report idea as well. I'll definitely try to integrate that into my workflow. So I'm curious to know, what do you think about asking for more than just money? I have a couple things in addition to a raise that I have my eyes on, but I'm also worried about being perceived as greedy. You know, I got this advice once for a negotiation. Someone was negotiating a new job offer and they told her, you know, be thoughtful about like prioritizing what are the top three things that you want to ask for because in a negotiation, right, you're probably not going to get everything you want, whether this is a job offer or the raise or whatever. And so I think being really crystal clear on like, okay, if I don't get this $10,000 raise, then here are some things that would make a really big difference in my life. And I'd like to have them then consider those things. I think that's fair. So like for me, the biggest things would be healthcare that includes dental, a raise, a new title, and a higher role. Is there any way to ask for these things? Like, is there language you've used that works in the past? Here's the key. When you ask for stuff, it's all about 
how you ask and your tone when you do it, right? Like I'm sure your mom probably said something like, it's not what you say, it's how you say it, right? <laughs> like that is like still a rule in the workplace and like coming at it from a place of curiosity, less of a like yes or no and more of a discussion like would you consider you know like I really love the word consider it's sort of my like comfort zone word of I'm trying to ask for something that's making me a little uncomfortable and so I will preface it by saying like well would you consider it xyz instead Ooh, I love that I need to practice asking and I want to also find the language that makes me feel the most comfortable I think that's what makes me the most nervous. But it's the idea of actually having the conversation with my boss in HR that really freaks me out. Practice, like turn on your iPhone and practice saying it and record yourself and watch it and like, you know, prep, 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 especially for an uncomfortable conversation and then go in, ask for what you want and then be quiet. That's another thing. Like when I get nervous, I like to just... I like cannot have silence. It makes me even more nervous. And I learned that especially in salary raise negotiation conversations like that, like you got to let them talk because you will actually learn a lot more about them and where they're coming from. And you can kind of edit your strategy to your benefit just by stop talking. Stop talking. What a concept. I would have never considered how being quiet could get you exactly what you're asking for. I relate to Lauren so much. I tend to fill moments of silence with chatter and they're painful to experience. But Lauren has a point. I don't need to overexplain myself. I need to be confident in my request and be clear about it. Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I don't think I've ever been this excited on a Sunday to actually go back to work. The energy from the Media Mavens conference was invigorating. I'm really pumped about setting myself up for this raise request. I've already scheduled an email to go out tomorrow morning to Pilar and Tomas to schedule the career conversation for later in the week. I mean, they've been telling me how amazing I've been doing, and they both know that my one-year evaluation is coming up soon. I feel prepared, but I want to call my friend Sam to give me an extra boost of confidence and preparedness. Plus, she's a career coach. Hey, you've reached Sam. I'm busy at the moment helping women hack the corporate system, but go ahead and leave me a message. Makes sense that she's busy. Sam does such important work.
Hey, hey, Sam. Hey, Jojo. What's going on? Not much, but thanks for calling me back. How's your day going? Anytime. Uh, it's good. It's good. Things are a little busy. How about you? How's your family? How's life? See, this is why having great friends matters. Get your friend that always asks about your family first. Uh, family's good. Life is okay. I wanted to go on vacation with my friends, but I wasn't able to do so. So, and eh, just been keeping myself busy. How are you and your family? My sister's engaged, so we're going wedding dress shopping tomorrow. Oh, and I'm nice. kind of dreading it, but I'm also kind of excited about it because I'm trying to be the good maid of honor, you know? Congratulations <laughs> to your sister. I will absolutely tell her. Sounds good. I actually called to talk about some work stuff. I've got a big week ahead and want to talk through some of those things with you. Let's talk about what you have going on. I want to help. So I know we've talked about this before, but I think I'm finally ready to ask for a raise at work. I'm coming up on my one-year mark, and I just want to be as prepared as possible to shine in this upcoming conversation. Totally hear you on that, and I'm glad you're coming to me with this, and I'm proud of you for wanting to advocate for yourself, because I've been, honestly I've been waiting for you to say that. I've been waiting, to hear, <laughs> I've been waiting for you to say something like this, because I've been, have so much that I wanted to say, and now I feel like we can like talk about this now that you're ready. So I think that's step one. Step one is being ready to advocate for yourself, and saying, like, I'm not getting what I deserve, and I'm ready to put an action plan in place to get it. So... I guess a question I have for you is, is it the money? Is it the hours you're working? Like, what are what are the different facets that are at play, like, other than the money? Other than the money, I think, I feel like sometimes it's me too. Like, sometimes I have a hard time showing up, like, as my full self. I notice that I don't really speak up, like, on calls and in meetings, but I do do my work. But... I notice that like I get very shy and timid. I I don't know how to I guess even see my value on my team. This is this is good info. Thank you for sharing that cuz I I can definitely run with that. Take that not only with the raise conversation but with some other tips I'll give you after. I think for the raise conversation, what you want to focus on are three to four bullets on your business case, which is the evidence that you use to back up your ask for a raise. So step one to that is to look back on what you've achieved at your job for the past year. And usually a question that I'll hear from friends after that is, well, I didn't achieve anything. I was just going to say that. Do you feel like that? I do feel like that. I've, at least compared to like what I see some other people on my team doing, mm-hmm. doesn't feel like I've achieved much. I would encourage you to look back at your calendar. I don't know if you use Outlook, Gmail, whatever whatever you're using. Go back to whenever you started there, from back from now, and just look through every meeting you went to, every project you did, every presentation you led, every idea you shared, anything that's in your calendar that you may, maybe have thought was an afterthought, it's an achievement. Achievements can be big, small, medium, everywhere in between. Okay, I can do that, that's simple enough. Another way to do it is to look at your job description and just check off as you go down, like, oh, I've mastered that, I did that, I did this. Those are other ways to figure out what you've achieved. Ooh, I love that idea. But, like, going back to achievements, how do you measure contributions? The mundane things count, like, just the average, like, I completed this many tasks, or I sent Mm. this many emails, or I led this many projects, or I sent XYZ things on time, which led to this client being really happy. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there anything you can name when you think about it, like something you're proud of? That usually sparks it. Like, what's one thing you're really proud of that you achieved in the workplace? could be anything 
Well, recently I was able to secure some coverage for one of our um, for one of our clients. It wasn't mm-hmm. big coverage, but it was in a small like outlet. You don't even have to say like it wasn't big coverage. You know, you're already like <laughs> minimizing yourself down. You're already oh, like I did it again. Eh, I'm gonna shrink myself down because it wasn't the biggest possible publication. You know, don't do that. I think that women especially we have this temptation to want to like, well, it wasn't that big of a deal, or it was a team effort. It wasn't just me. Like we have this tendency to minimize ourselves and our accomplishments so you have to break out of that mindset before this race conversation with your boss because it has to be about you and your achievements yes your team helped obviously and and your boss knows that but the conversation really has to be framed around you because you did these things without you that coverage would not have existed so you can phrase that as you know secured this coverage in this publication with this readership resulting in xyz so you basically secured like some dope badass free press for a major yeah and you and you satisfied a client you surprised and delighted a client i love the surprise and delight moment (laughs) for you like all of that is so huge like so think about things like that that you've done whether it's again big small medium make a list i call it a brag sheet So starting today, after this conversation, you're going to start your brag sheet. And I was just talking to another friend about this yesterday. The brag sheet really does help you fight that imposter syndrome proactively. A lot of times we, we think to ourselves, what have I even achieved? What have I done here? What value am I even adding? I just do my job every day. And then you look back and there's this whole list of things that you can speak to that really validate yourself and, and push you away from that imposter syndrome place and into a confident place. A brag sheet. Okay. How often do things go in the brag sheet? You can add to it weekly, daily, anytime something happens. If a coworker gives you a compliment in person, like you just presented something and somebody says, hey, that was really fantastic. I have to give you props for that. I like to say, can I get that in writing? Like, would you mind <laughs> Would you mind shooting me a quick email with that feedback? I would love to log that. Like I would oh, love okay. to keep that. People are so willing to do that, so willing to give you props by email. So I always think that that's worth doing because it goes right on your brag sheet. And then when you're justifying your case for your raise, you have all these emails that you can show your boss, like look at all of this positive feedback on my work. So do you have anything like feedback from colleagues, feedback from your boss, other leaders in the organization, just compliments on your work? Yeah, and a lot of like people thanking me sometimes for helping them out with projects. That's perfect. But, so that counts? Yeah, log that all up. Like get get all that together. This will be so that's like step 2 of the business case. Step 1 is your achievements. Step 2 is going to be colleague and leadership feedback. The last piece is to ask for a specific number and to be confident in the number that you're asking for. So before you do that, I want to make sure you do your research. That's okay. the number one thing you need to do. I like payscale.com. I like Glassdoor. I like, above all else, talking about salary with people out loud. So with your friends, colleagues, people in similar verticals and industries, ask them, hey, I'm trying to make sure I'm being paid equitably. Are you making over or under X dollars? Okay, so I don't need to ask them the exact figure. Okay, You don't have to. I'm easing you into this, as you can tell. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate the pacing. So yeah, I would, I would say something like that. Like, all right, I'm trying to make sure I'm being paid equitably in my role. Are you making over or under X dollars? And most people, you'll be surprised, are very willing to talk with you candidly about pay. Very willing. I found that at least like okay. as a woman and you can you tell me your experience as a woman of color having these conversations. But I'm going to encourage you to do it because I think it's eye opening. Number one, 
Number two, it gives you valuable information that you need for your race conversation. True. Uh, and number three, I want you to get paid what you're worth because a lot of times companies out here are underpaying women, underpaying women of color especially, mm -hmm. and I don't want that for you, Jojo. I want you to be paid what you're worth and then some, and a gold mine on top of that. Research your number and go higher. Always aim higher because they're going to meet you in the middle. So How if much you higher? say, yeah, I think you need to go 15 to 20 percent higher than, you, than you're thinking, higher. and you'll you'll get that clarity when you ask around and, and look on PayScale and Glassdoor and type in all your information and your market rate research will pop up. It'll come up with the number. Um, but yeah, the number that you ask for should feel like a reach and feel like slightly uncomfortable. That's what I usually tell people. If you feel like a reach and slightly uncomfortable that's when you know you're doing it right. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> you're probably asking for not enough. Okay. I'll get into that research online, and I actually have someone in mind that I think will be willing to talk to me about their salary. I'm curious about something else. It's not directly related to a raise, but it's just something I've been dealing with at work. I feel like if I want this raise to work, I need to start doing a better job of making a stronger impression with the people at work outside of my small team. And I'm not sure how to do that. Do you have any tips that you can share? What I like to do is ask one thoughtful, curious, or strategic question per meeting, whether that's a call, a Zoom, an in-person. Um, and you can prepare it beforehand, or you can think of it in the moment. And the best way to do that is don't be behind your laptop taking notes during a meeting. Be present. Have your shoulders back. Be sitting up. Be active. Be an active participant. If it is in person, I always recommend for women especially, we sit near the front. We do not sit in the back. We claim space near the front. You can also come up with a question beforehand. This is something I like to do. So if you notice that the person who called the meeting didn't send out a meeting agenda or an objective for the meeting, always ask for that. Be the person to ask for that. Say, hey, I noticed there wasn't an objective or an agenda for this meeting. I want to make sure that I'm adding value. So can you please share that information so I can prepare? People okay. love that. It shows leadership. <laughs> It'll help you, again, like come in confident to a meeting, maybe prep your question ahead of time. Um, and a hack for asking strategic questions is to ask a question that relates back to the company's goals. Mm -hmm. So are you? do you know what your goal, company goals are for this year? I mean, I know like the broader ones? I don't think I've really asked that before. That's a good question. I've only like worked in my small teams, but I've never really asked like what the larger goal of the company is but i'm pretty sure i can find that out you totally can and this i'm glad this came up because i want you to ask for that okay next next day at work i want you to ask your boss for the strategic goals for 2023 you need those because you okay. need to know how your work as an individual contributor on your team is impacting the business because that's going to be part of your business case for the raise you need to be able to say hey the work that i do on my team is impacting this larger business goal in this exact type of way. You basically just need to draw a dotted line to your work and the company's goals. That's mm. the best way to ask for a raise. That's like one of my number one tips when asking for a raise is the goal tie-in. And then what about actually having the conversation? How do you even begin to talk with your manager or HR person about wanting a raise? Like, what does that opening sentence sound like? So I like to start with gratitude. Always, starting any conversation with gratitude is a beautiful way in. So if you just look them in the eye and say, hey, boss, um, I just want to say thank you for, for the past year. It's been such an incredible experience working on this team. I've learned so much and I've contributed so much. So that's I would love to talk about my compensation and my growth. 
that's when you dive into your business case and that's when you say here's what I've achieved here's the feedback that I've gotten here's how I've mastered my job description or ways that I'm working beyond the scope of my job spec as a result I am asking for x thousand per year can you advocate for me to make that happen can they advocate for me? I like that. That's the closer. Okay. <laughs> you like it? I do. It's not like like pushing on them like, okay, can you do that for me? It's almost like we're in it together, it sounds like. You know that it's a team effort. You and your boss are on the same team. Hmm. I like the way that sounds. Me and my boss on the same team? Well then, let's go team. Let's get this money. Welcome home, Jojo. You want a taco? Hey, you two. Yes, please. How was your day? Today was fun. Yeah, we skipped work and went to the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Lolo took us to go see the Rihanna statue. Which Rihanna statue? <laughs> There's a statue of Rihanna at the Met? Exactly. I thought there was a statue of Rihanna at the Met. But alas, Instagram has swindled me once again. Yeah, once we realized there was no statue, we checked out some of the other exhibits. It was fun. Yeah, it was a great day regardless. How was your day, JoJo? Honestly, it was incredible. Like, life-changing incredible. I talked to Stefan. Ooh, you asked him out. No, and again, not trying to date my coworker. I've had enough drama in my life recently, and I don't need to make it more messy. That's a good point. So then what did you two talk about? Our salaries. Whoa, really? Yep. He actually told me how much he makes. <gasps> Shut up. He did not. Why would he do that? I asked him. Wait, 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 wait. Rewind. Tell us everything. All right, so I told y'all how I talked with Sam the other day. Yes. Okay, well, Sam recommended I find a coworker to talk candidly with about our rates. And I figured Stefan would be the perfect person. So you just straight up asked this man what his salary is? I sure did. And he told me. What did he say exactly? All right, so to start, in your current role, are you making above or below 60K a year? Uh, above. <laughs> Much more above than that. Oh my gosh, he did not. He did. And wait, it gets better. Then he said, like, when I was associate, I was making about 65000 And now in my second year at the company, I'm making around 72000 Talk about a man busting down the gender pay gap. Transparency is such a turn on. Oh, you like that? I mean, for JoJo, I love this for her. Y'all, honestly, I was so nervous to ask him this. But he really opened up and made me feel proud for asking. Plus, he gave me the inside scoop. So between you and I, based on the department you're working in and under the metrics your team is working towards, if you get that promotion, sorry, I mean, when you get that promotion you're going for, I know people at that level, they're making about 75000 Really? Yes. I can't tell you who, but that's a fact I can assure you on. That's so helpful. Thank you. And you don't mind being this transparent? Nah. I always hear that women are being paid less than men. I didn't want to bring it up and make you feel like I was rubbing it in your face. But if you ask me, I'm going to tell you, I want you to win. I, I want, want you to win. win. This man really is your biggest cheerleader. I know, right? I've never had a man in my corner like this. Excuse me. Hello. Jay, you're the best. You know that. 
Yeah, you're her best roomie. Stefan is just her best co-worker and also future baby daddy. Don't be jelly. So what's your next step? Well, now that I have this salary range for reference, I'm going to go talk on Thursday with Tomas and Pilar about career and overall goals. And then I'm going to let them know that I'd like them to advocate on my behalf for a raise. Go, Jojo, go! Advocate on your behalf. I like that. Me too. We'll see what they say. Next time on Sense in the City. So tell me, Jojo, how have you been envisioning your future here? My goal is to pay you back in full before Ashley's wedding. On my next check, I got you. You can afford that? Do you have a 401k at work? Or is that something that you'd only get once you become a full-time employee? Thanks for listening to Sense in the City, a Spotify original production workshopped as part of the Spotify Podcast Accelerator program. And a special thanks to this episode's real-life money experts. During the conference, we spoke with Lauren McGoodwin, a.k.a. Career Contessa, author of Power Moves, How Women Can Pivot, Reboot, and Build a Career of Purpose. She's also the host of the Career Contessa podcast. Additionally, on the phone, we spoke with Sam DeMace, internationally recognized career coach and author of Power Mood, Unlock Your Confidence, Transform Your Life, and Command Your Value. You can connect with Loring at careercontessa.com and join Sam online at apowermood.com. Lots of love to our incredible team of voice actors. The role of Lola is played by Ashley J. Hobbs, a two-times NAACP Image Award-winning producer and writer. The role of Jay is played by Kadeem Ali Harris, known for Amazon Prime's Harlem and the Showtime series City on a Hill. You can join Ashley online at ashleyjh.com and connect with Kadeem on Instagram at K-A-D-E-E-M-A-L-I-H-A-R-R-I-S. The role of Stefan is played by Jay Douglas. Sense in the City is hosted and created by me, Oleinka Sarai. I'm also the voice of Jojo. Our writer and supervising creative producer is Frida Lucas. Mixing and sound design by Michael Hardman. Original music by Soundboard. Production support by Kelly Kyle, Casey Simonson, and Raymond Rodriguez. From Spotify, our executive producers are Paige Heimson, James Zumwalt, Grace Delia, and Natalie Tulla. Additional production support by Shirley Ramos. Follow Sense in the City on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast to get new episodes every Wednesday. 